0: For kill by kill to celebrate saws giving with all of you that's right my name is patrick hamilton and uh usually on this show uh we talk about horror characters in the order in which they die on screen not much has changed it's just once a year we like to uh sit as a family with billy the puppet and a dead guy who was on architect digest and a special guest. And we talk about a Saw movie. This year it's Saw 6. And of course there's only one person I trust to carve the turkey next to me and not put me into a reverse bear trap. The one, the only, Gina Radcliffe. How are you doing today, Gina?
1: I thought you were going to say to carve a tiny puzzle piece out of a turkey. <laughs> right.
0: But what if this puzzle piece was from a serrated blade and not a surgical instrument?
1: I'm just going to grunt something about you can you can you you distinguish the type of knife that someone used by its photograph. (laughs) 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 Oh,
0: man, this is if you're a Hoffman fan, this is not going to be the episode for you. I can tell you that right now. But, Gina, I don't want to alarm you because we're not alone at this table. That's right. We have a special guest. Of course, you know him from his podcast. Uh, F. This movie, which has recently passed its 600th episode, which is legitimately something to crow about. He, you know him, you love him. He's a returning champion here. The one, the only Patrick Bromley. How are you doing today, Patrick? I'm good. Happy Saws
2: Giving, guys. Thank
0: you. I, uh, there's, You know, there are warm feelings. Uh, We're gathered around a table around a fine meal. Um, The table is full of rusted metal. We're in a cement (laughs) bunker. Uh, It's everything you want in a holiday.
1: We're in an abandoned zoo. (laughs) That's that was the thing. (laughs) I've about
0: 15 times in my notes. I'm like, where the fuck is all this happening? And then when the reveal is an abandoned zoo underground what where is there an underground zoo gina
1: you got that uh that you m night shimalon split thing going on because i think (laughs) that if i recall that took place in an underground zoo oh man
0: (laughs) is the eastern seaboard rife with underground zoos and i just don't know it because i'm a california boy you know
1: it's news to me and i've lived here my whole life
0: uh patrick you're in the midwest uh it gets colder there certainly Chicago the wind whips off the the lake uh do you have uh, are you guys rife with underground zoos in that locale
2: Yeah uh animals in the midwest hate sunshine so we've decided to put them all underground
0: <laughs> makes perfect sense and yeah. you know when you decorate it in all prison green it really <laughs> just comes alive you could you can feel the magic of animals that way
1: Yeah, I I just one thing I really, really like about the Saw movies is its (laughs) utter dedication to to a a puke green and baby poop brown color screen (laughs) color scheme.
0: They are really giving you those two colors in massive amounts.
1: It it just has that like festering wound look down.
0: (laughs) Right, Everything has gangrene. It's a rot in real time mixed with brutalism. Uh, It's really interesting thing. Uh Patrick, uh I know that you like a wide breadth of cinema. I often refer to you as is one of the high priests of cinema positivity. You, you you go into a movie expecting to be entertained and more often than not you get what you you came for even if it underwhelms you in some way shape or form, but what is your relationship to the Saw franchise?
2: Well, uh Saw 6, oddly enough, was the one that started to swing me back around on the Saw movies because I bailed after 2 because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, these movies are not for me. And I skipped mm-hmm. 3, 4, and 5 and then went to see 6 theatrically and found myself kind of enjoying it and went back and saw all the rest of the Saw movies. And now I would mm-hmm. consider myself something of a Saw fan.
0: A, a Saw file, yeah. as it were. Okay. Um What? uh <sighs> Why, (laughs) Bromley? Why? Because I find
2: that it's like a soap opera with gore. I thought, like the Planet of the Apes franchise, I find that the longer the franchise goes on, The more batshit crazy it gets, the more deeply invested it gets in its continuity to the point where now we have to flashback to different types of jigsaw cutouts on a human body.
0: Sure.
2: uh, Just to demonstrate that we love the use of the flashback.
0: Different sizes of Costas Mandalores. Yes, right.
2: (laughs) Um, And I'm so amused by this franchise's uh, sort of circuitous obsession with continuity, uh, uh, they're not all great, uh, (laughs) you know, (laughs) they're they're not, but I think six is one of the better ones, uh, because I think
1: (laughs) the funny thing is, is I did do a little bit of research and this actually is one of the better regarded ones in the franchise, which I don't know that that's saying a lot, but uh, <laughs> although to be fair, I have only seen this is only the third one I have seen. Uh, I saw the first one, which is yeah, right. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I like I like that thriller. twist. I like that twist at the end. I thought that was pretty clever. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then I we watched four last year um, for for this endeavor, and I'm like, hmm, yeah, I'm just, I'm not getting this. Is doing nothing for me. <laughs>
2: Yeah, four well, is not great. Five's even worse. Oh, oh, no. So you got that to look forward to, guys.
0: <laughs> well, we're watching them completely out of order. And the whole point of saws is giving is, at least for us, we have no connection to anyone's history or the actual continuity. We're not watching them in order, nor do we care to. We're just once a year plopping ourselves right in the middle of a <laughs> Saw entry and just trying to swim for land. And I I guess the main difference for this one is at least this takes place in more or less like three locales and is less invested in making sure I understand that one of the cops has a nice relationship with a rat for an entire year, I guess.
1: (laughs) Well, also, I mean, it's it's it relies even heavier on flashbacks than 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 four did. I mean, we're still getting flashbacks of when uh, uh, John Kramer's wife loses her baby. Right. You know, you know, John Kramer has been dead for three movies now and he still shows up in at least three quarters of this movie.
0: Can you imagine the amount of videotapes he had to prepare? In <laughs> he advantage?
1: just had so many videotapes. <laughs> how do you, how Every, do you organize all of that?
0: I mean, Cass's <laughs> Mandalore in, in the middle of this movie starts, putting photos and typed papers up on a cork board while people are dying. Like, (laughs) okay. And this person's already, you know, had their rubs crushed. Let's put their photo up on a board. Like it just feels like so much time is never shown here of him wheelbarrowing individuals into an underground zoo. Like, How long do you think it took for him to transport all of these people to this one location?
2: Yeah, the second you attempt to apply any logic to any one of these movies, they completely Uh crumble because just the logistics (laughs) of Billy the Puppet don't make much sense. (laughs) That John Kramer, this world-renowned architect dying of cancer is like, you know, it would be cool (laughs) if I had a puppet (laughs) asking people if they want to play a game. That would be pretty fucked up,
0: right? You know what? I'm going to, I have a word carving friend, you know, he (laughs) helps me make various models and whatnot, but I think he has a perchance for artistic ability. I think (laughs) if I allowed him to create this puppet and then drugged him and put him in the basement and told him not to remember it, I think I could get away with all of this. (laughs)
2: Shit, all of my, shit, all of our zoos are above ground.
0: (laughs) Why did I move to the city? I mean, it's all green and brown. I like that part. And uh, there's a lot of pig masks that I'm able to get for all of my various adventures. But mm, a lot of addicts, terrible (laughs) insurance companies, and above ground zoos.
1: I'm not, I'm not even going to try this voice because my 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 vocal cords are just going to rupture. <laughs> but yeah, this is also like I think what what I don't enjoy about these movies is the very fake nihilism to them, mm-hmm. where you know everybody everybody's a terrible person, everybody's yeah. a terrible person. It's just a question of who's a little less terrible than 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 others. Well, and that's
2: one of the things that I actually kind of like about this movie because the insurance company guy, the protagonist uh was uh, uh William Easton, yeah, yeah. Peter Peter yeah. Outerbridge is shown at least trying to save people, which is something that doesn't usually happen in the Saw movies. Usually it's two people in a trap and they're both trying to fuck each other over so that each one doesn't die, which is how this movie opens. But for the rest of the movie, even though he's shown to be kind of a slimy insurance guy, he is attempting to save people and, and, and is occasionally successful. And that's a step up from other Saw movies. Again, if you're watching these completely <laughs> out of context, then mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have that point of comparison. But when you watch them all in order, as I did, uh, like – a couple months ago for summary that was a rough week i don't know why i decided to do that oh,
0: man. It's been fun
2: around the bromley household that week it really was a bad idea and i got halfway through and i was like no i gotta i gotta finish the old 96er i gotta you know it's nothing but gristle and fat but i'm gonna finish this thing it does it does kind of stand out as having something sort of on its mind
0: yeah i i never really thought oh jigsaw is woke uh, he's into <laughs> universal health care. <laughs> he's against the private insurance tax, but uh, I—it all
2: Canada comes down to his work, guys. <laughs> Why can't we be a little more like Canada?
1: Well, as somebody who, who has, you know, been struggling with, you know, who just yesterday just struggled to manage to get down a $450 prescription to $10, I, I appreciate that the Jigsaw is a supporter of Medicare for all.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Jigsaw's and, looking and, out and, for us all.
1: And I kinda <laughs> like the scenes where he's, you know, shaming this this you know insurance manager. Yeah. As always, Tobin Bell gives way more to these movies than they deserve as far oh, as, as like
2: his, his acting
1: totally. and all. And, and I mean he's just really, you know, putting one hundred and ten percent. Whereas Costas Mandalore maybe oh. negative five percent. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it feels like someone giving up in real time. It just, if from the moment go, like I didn't enjoy his presence in 4 when we watched that. But in the years since, his his suit sizes have only grown and the amount of fucks he has to give has been reduced greatly.
1: What did we call it, him last year? Did we call him like, like Officer Hamhock or Det- yeah. Detective Hamhock or something? <laughs> yes.
0: And it's really gone. I mean, I have a feeling that the makeup people on this particular motion picture were not Costas Mandalore fans. There's many times in which he appears on camera that have various grease streaks across his forehead and they just roll with it. They like, hey, man, it's Saw City. This is the way it works here. People are just dirty. Everything is rusted metal.
1: He, he, he looks like he's slowly in the process of turning into a Frankenstein's monster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Too slowly. Quite frankly, Gina, I need him to pick up the pace. <laughs> because Frankenstein at least is afraid of fire. I don't think that Hoffman has a single emotion beyond seething rage in this entire thing. And seething rage often comes across here as waiting for the camera to run out of film. It's just... <laughs> Standing around with a light hitting him going, I kind of remember the words. And at one point, he his idea of acting is getting coffee, drinking some coffee, putting it on a desk, picking it back up. Like there's, I don't know what I'm supposed to get out of this, but the movie is <laughs> bound and determined to make me know that Hoffman is going to drink a sip or two of coffee. God damn it. <laughs> And that's, that's like, that's drama in this. And I don't, I don't, it, I maybe I would like it more if Jigsaw didn't have a posse. Now, last time we discovered Jigsaw has a posse and the posse only seems to grow and grow and grow. Every time he rolls down the block, it gets bigger and bigger. And this is the most Jigsaw has a posse movie of anyone that we've seen. Absolutely. Every other person is in on it or has been in a previous film, it's like Days of Our Lives, only the lady in the cage might end up getting a spike through her head. <laughs>
1: yeah, he, he somehow is able to talk an awful lot of people into yeah. agreeing that sometimes killing is good.
0: <laughs> well, when you get to the other side and you've participated in hacking off a body part and survived it, you know... You're you have a sunnier disposition. You can walk down the street with your head held high, and I I just again this might be his alternative to privatized medicine is if you if you're sick, I'm going to put you in a reverse bear trap, and if you survive, like you're going to be so much happier afterwards. I I'm not sure that's the healthcare solution I'm looking for either.
1: I mean, maybe I should try that.
0: I don't know. Well, let's let's get you in a basement and see what happens. I mean,
1: you know, ki- kidney transplant. Just you know, get me to escape from a a you know a length of, of of barbed wire around my neck.
0: Yeah, sure. Well, let's get into the games. Um, like our last venture. Game number one is is we go in cold, baby. It's two people. Uh, apparently, uh, they're bad. I don't know. But at one point, it looks like a woman has a bug ring, and it's just, and later it's revealed that the cockroach is just crawling across her hand. And I was like, oh, she's got a bug ring. She's fun. But no. And then Billy the puppet comes on, and he says, the devices on your head are symbolic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they are also big things that drive metal screws into your temples. So that's symbolically. No, but actually, oh right.
1: I mean, I mean yes, symbolic. Rep- I mean, I guess if it's symbolic of you know having a migraine. Sure.
0: <laughs> I was um, the would... thread of the metaphor, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I I did a lot of this in advance. I'll let you know, and uh, so if it's not quite coming across as symbolic, blame the new guy. So. I'd love to tell you more about these two characters, uh, but aside from them operating some sort of shady loan operation, we learn two things. One, the guy's name is Eddie, and her name is, at least according to Eddie, Bitch. That's it. That's what we learn. I could tell you something about one of these two characters. Sure, do it. The woman
2: is played by Tanidra Howard, who was a contest winner. There, there was a VH1 reality show called Scream Queens hosted yes. by James Gu- or hosted by Shawnee Smith and judged by yes. James Gunn, yeah. and she won the contest, and her prize was that she got to play a victim in the new Saw movie.
1: Oh, not a professional actor, you say? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I uh, someone attempted to be a professional actor and using a reality show to get there. She's not going to be the first. She certainly won't be the last. I don't know that it helped her very much because in the hospital scene where where Hoffman's like, so, like, what did you learn? And she's like, I learned that what we were doing was bad. And then he's like, no, really, what did you learn? She's like, look at my arm! And she's <laughs> unhinged. Uh, maybe it's the drugs talking. Who knows? But, um, yeah, uh, casting via reality show, perhaps – Not the best idea. Although I remember watching that show and enjoying it.
2: Yeah. It was a fun show.
0: Yeah. Uh, Again, I think anything with Shawnee Smith is elevated because she's another person who seems to know the assignment and deliver. Mm -hmm. Like every time Shawnee Smith shows up in one of these, I'm like, Mm -hmm. Hey, we got a professional unhinged person on hand. (laughs) She's going to give us all she's got. Um, But Sadly, I think in the continuity of this, she's dead. We've never watched her be alive in this, Gina.
1: No, no, we really haven't. I guess I really um, haven't seen, uh, uh, well, okay, technically there's the first one. We haven't actually seen Jigsaw alive or <laughs> it's John true. Kramer. It's all it's all flashbacks.
0: And we don't even get to see his wang or taint in this one. At least in four, we got to see balls.
1: His nude corpse, which we got to see <laughs> in the part four.
0: Yeah. We got to see the angle of his dangle here. He he's not. He doesn't even have a topless scene. I, I don't know. It's really cold on this table, guys. It's not an excuse. It's just a fact.
1: I'm just gonna let you
0: know. I'm not at full mass. That would be wrong. But also, you know, uh, we could turn up the heat. That would be nice. Um. So, uh, they have to chop off a certain amount of. Body parts. They saw seven. And I was going like, to say very, very, very,
1: very seven esque.
0: Yes. There's also there's um,
1: also which I, I think might be deliberate because there's also a scene later in the movie where someone uses the phrase "What's in the box." <laughs>
0: That's very true. <laughs> um, and uh, my favorite part of this particular game is that once they're told you're going to have to start chopping off body parts, Eddie immediately goes for his uh, prodigious midsection, and then and then she lifts up her shirt to look at her finely sculpted abs, and we learn that all those spinning classes were really a disadvantage for her. <laughs> if she had a higher BMI, she could beat this guy to the punch.
1: I got to wonder though, is her forearm really weighed that much more than his several pounds of of the love handles?
0: She she has Popeye syndrome. So most of her muscle mass is actually contained in her forearm.
2: Plus the cockroach ring adds a few pounds.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. That cockroach is definitely added needed ounces uh, to, to what she's got going on. I find this not symbolic at all. But so she's sawing away and at the mid part of her forearm and then decides, oh, no, no, no time to hack with 10 seconds left it's time to hack away with the butchered knife it's like why didn't you do that to begin with why did you think that sawing with a tiny knife was going to be a better use of your time and energy i I don't know anyways she wins she screams saw six (laughs) that's what we get
1: (laughs) and we we still got that like new metal editing and all oh yeah that's you know yeah. You, know, I guess, that's signature with the whole series,
0: the 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 real wiggity editing style where things ghost out and you can see through title cards, and there's like a calendar in the back, and I don't know, a uh, jigsaw's map of the underground city. I, who knows what's on there? Um, but uh, we cut to what I. Uh, I guess happened in saw five. We were not privy to, it looks like Luke from Gilmore girls came back. (laughs) Yeah. he he, He had a better hair person than he did on four because on four, it looked like he was wearing somebody else's hair. At least looks better here. And for some reason he's torn between two options. And then Hoffman gets into a glass coffin and lowers into the ground and then the walls like a real death star garbage compactor, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. And poor Luke is taken out. He's crushed. Gilmore Um, goo. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get this straight. Detective Hoffman played by vegan sausage roll and a button down Costas (laughs) Mandalore, not only became a serial killer in the place of the original jigsaw, but has also acquired all of his engineering and machine creation abilities. Like, did he pass this along? Or, you know, in addition to the cover of Architect Digest,
1: just these, just hundreds of videotapes. Like, like Casas <laughs> Mandler came home one day. There's just box after box after box of videotapes.
0: <laughs> his house looks like the last blockbuster. It's just filled with tiny micro cassettes and videotapes of instructions and uh, you know blueprints and maps of the city uh, oh boy I did not over he doesn't, over he,
2: doesn't he doesn't sleep he drinks all that coffee he's got to do something <laughs> with all his time.
0: that's very true. Cut to umbrella health part of the umbrella corporation I assume and we meet William Eaton. Um, he's the kind of guy who will blow off a birthday dinner with uh, his family. And the patient's health insurance claim get you a flawed protagonist who can do both. Willie, uh, a gentleman that we barely meet, is denied uh, his medical claims by Eaton in a manner so dastardly that the m- mustache twirl is basically implied, like it floats in the air like an emoji. Yeah,
1: my favorite, my favorite, my favorite part is his fake concern face. Like, oh, it mm. hurts me when you say I'm going to burn in hell for all eternity. <laughs>
0: Uh, you would, Yes, he seems to think like everyone will understand how I'm going to rip their lives apart when they get the least bit sick. But his reasoning here is fucking nut bar. Um, but it only gets nuttier from here. Uh, but this is the part that I really enjoyed when we're introduced to, quote unquote, the dog tank. Have either of you heard of a dog tank before? That's a, a new one on me. No. dogs are not kept in tanks uh you they could be a a dog pound uh you might have to fight arsenio hall for the naming rights to that but generally wouldn't you call them a shark tank why why call it a dog tank um anyways we briefly i don't know we, we barely even see these people the camera is spinning around so fast uh but we also meet hank hank is a janitor Hank seems fine. I like Hank. He might be my favorite uh, person in the entire movie. But he's still smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. He has a long family history of complicated health problems. So I'm going to squeeze him to death. That also is not cool. That's no. not cool. No. I. Who am I fucking supposed to root for? Like, yes, <laughs> I do want to see a lot of insurance company people Uh, be taken apart by crazy death machines, but it's balanced against people who have no business being a part of this at all, and it doesn't make it okay. Jigsaw,
2: take that.
0: I'm going to pump hydrochloric acid into flow from progressive. I might also do it to Lily from at and I'm not sure why, but I'm not getting full bars. Are you getting full
2: bars? Fuck it. Let's get all the
0: mascots. Let's get the noise in here. (laughs) Uh, That one car insurance emu and the guy who wears the sunglasses, you're on notice. (laughs) Uh, uh, Meanwhile, uh, Hoffman is called to the, quote unquote, pound of flesh crime scene, where FBI director Erickson... Um, is there and I, he may have been in previous ones. He made no impression on me, but Hoffman seems to know who the fuck he is. Um, anyways, uh, we learned from this that Hoffman has planted Luke's fingerprints, but, uh, look, who's back on the case. It's our old pal from saw four agent Perez. You remember agent Perez, Gina?
1: Sure. Yes, yeah. absolutely. She,
0: she got a, uh, Billy, the puppet facial.
1: Oh,
0: right. Okay. Um, Also, might not have been the makeup crew's favorite person either. Her scars look like they were applied by maybe not a professional, maybe middle grader. I'm thinking eighth grade. It looks like eighth grade. (laughs) It's like in HD. Maybe they
2: won a contest too. Right. This whole movie is just staffed with contest winners.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't call what Costa's Mandalore is doing in this movie sleeping through his performance necessarily, because sleep implies rest. It's
1: more like sleep
0: paralysis with him walking around.
1: I mean, literally, the only He's, time he shows any sort of energy is when he, his character is literally getting like like electricity shot through him.
2: Yeah. Just like even, Frankenstein's monster. Exactly.
1: <laughs> see that that adds to my theory.
2: Insurance bad, coffee good. <laughs>
0: uh, we we someone should try at some point in these saw movies to play a violin and see if it you know calms the savage beast inside of him. Um, we talked about Hoffman's visit to the hospital. <laughs> Um, and then Jigsaw is going to we learn in a flashback that Jigsaw was going to name his kid Gideon. This dude loved torture. He just <laughs> loved torture in all its forms. I will have my revenge on my son too. <laughs> you think you're so cool just because you don't understand what TikTok is? Well, go through life with a name Gideon asshole. Hey, what time is it? It's Pinot Noir time because Betsy Russell is back as Dr. Jill Tuck. Why she had a different last, who the fuck knows? My wife has a different last name. Who cares? I, I love Betsy Russell for a lot of reasons. I just, this movie is not doing her any favors. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not, it's not helping her. Her character has no character to it. I don't get Dr. Jill Tuck.
1: Yeah, I mean it's she basically exists so the audience can you know, sort of eagerly anticipate at one point at one point she's going to snap and turn mm-hmm. into a saw. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what these people turn into, right? They turn into saws.
0: Yeah, they turn into saws.
1: <laughs> they turn
0: into regular billies and or puppets she is looking out her skyscraper window and smiling back to the good times she had with her former husband and serial killer jigsaw. Uh, we have a flashback within a flashback that in the will, she was left a videotape of John dressed in his black and red cloak. Where did he buy this? This, this is a, oh, come on. you know, now you know, customing.
1: he was rich. You know, he had that custom made for him. <laughs>
0: I've got a guy downtown. He's great with clothes. Now I'm going to have him make a, a tiny version of this for Billy because <laughs> he's got to look fly. And then I need several versions for me, you know, because you can't take this to the laundromat.
1: And a little baby one for Gideon.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: so <laughs> God. Gideon's little saw robe. <laughs>
0: uh, come on. You can do it. Get on that tricycle. A puppet can ride this. Gideon, come on. Um, just running alongside of it. Uh so in in John's will, Jill was there's so many J names. She was given a a giant box filled with numbered envelopes. And how did the police not have access to this? Mm-hmm. I just I don't think left in the will makes something immune from a federal search warrant. You know what
1: I mean? Especially like in a serial killer case. Yes.
0: Like, yes. If she's getting a box from a guy who obviously boxes meant a lot to him, like he has a lot of boxes in his repertoire. Like you want to look at that. You want to see that. But no, it, it contains a brown envelope with a big something or other in it. And six numbered envelopes, and she takes five, and she hands them off to Costas Mandalore like, this is your fucking problem. And then Jill goes back to looking out the window, and we learned that she owns a bone lamp. That's cool. <laughs> um, I mean, Patrick, you're, you're a big uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. fan. This this had to, to warm the cockles of your heart, right?
2: Any kind of bone furniture, yeah, gets me very excited. <laughs>
0: I mean, yes, she doesn't have like chicken feathers all over the ground and, you know, rotting grandpas. But, you know, maybe, maybe later in the franchise we get there. Who knows? <laughs> we cut to the clinic that Torture built. Um, Dr. Tuck has one piece of art on her office wall. And it's made to look up like an inspiration style piece that uplifts everyone who reads it with one simple message. Driving on drugs is a crime. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, kids. If if you're like, hey, there's no redeeming factor to Saw Six. Yes, there is. Driving on drugs is a
1: crime. Don't do it. <laughs> right there with don't play handball.
0: <laughs> don't play handball in the hallway. What we learned from uh, Friday the 13th, part five. Um, I personally would have gone with a kitten uh, holding on. To a wall that says, hang on, and below him is rotating saw blades. I mean, <laughs> would have been more on theme for me. I like doctor's Ooh. offices with kitten photographs. Uh, Bromley, uh, what was the last time you watched A Nightmare on Elm Street?
2: The original? Yeah. Uh, a year ago, maybe? Did, uh, oh, that's
0: right, because you, you're you're doing the the Craven podcast yes. that I'm listening to. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so... I don't remember in that episode if you guys noticed that inside the sleep analysis office, in the background, there's a poster of a cat wearing a Hawaiian shirt on a tiny cat-sized trolley car in San Francisco. I definitely did not notice this. You need to go back and watch it because (laughs) when we noticed it, it broke our brains. (laughs) I don't know what kind of professional office this is. I I really don't know. And there's also a werewolf who has a really thick ass. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in that office wall. It's a lot more entertaining to watch as a result, and Saw 6 lacks some of this genesic wall.
2: Uh, I don't know. It's got Saw 6 has a message. <laughs> sure. I was going to yeah, drive I- on drugs, but Dr. Tuck's sign made me think twice.
0: speaking of drugs now part of this is that jigsaw and his many forms you know when it's like four people it's understandable that you can drag 20 people drugged into one location where is hoffman getting all of these drugs
1: i (laughs) I, they really don't really show the practicalities no. Of, of building these traps uh, where he's getting these like syringes full of sedatives to kidnap people or how he's even getting these people like transported from where he captures them to the various places where the traps are built. We're just never shown that.
0: Well, we do know that he's using wheelbarrows because the one guy in the flashback to Saw 3, I guess, is <laughs> he's got a guy in a wheelbarrow and when he dumps them out, John is like, hey, that's a real human being. Like, wait, whoa, 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 I'm getting lectures on how to treat people from the guy who puts them in reverse <laughs> bear tramps. I'm getting a lecture from that
1: guy. Well, he's, you yeah, uh, know, he's a, he's a perfectionist. Oh, <laughs> God.
0: <laughs> uh, and then we get, to, as part of this flashback, we get this really huge monologue uh from Tobin Bell where he's talking about listen uh mediation in addiction medicine doesn't work it's you get a lot of real i did my own research vibes out of him in the scene and i was not a fan I just I don't want to hear this serial torturers ideas about methadone. That is not OK. I don't need it.
1: He, has a don't lot want to, it. he has a lot to say about a lot of things.
0: He really does. I mean, this might be the most he's spoken. I mean, it's definitely the most he's spoken in any movie we've watched, Gina. That's for sure.
1: Other than other than Hannibal Lecter, is he our our most talky serial killer?
0: yeah yes Bromley I, I'm I'm looking to you for for help here because I'm really wondering if we have a more talkative horror icon than jigsaw he he's got monologues on on monologues yeah
2: I can't think of anyone
0: I mean I know you guys reviewed the wishmaster series but he's <laughs> a little talky
2: he is a little talky <laughs>
0: We, we have not quite reached Wishmaster levels. <laughs> oh, you're in for
2: a treat when you get there. <laughs> I
0: will absolutely have you back because if we're having fun, you know, doing Tobin Bell impressions, just wait <laughs> yeah. till we get the Wishmaster.
1: Well, the thing, about, uh, the thing about this is, you know, let us point out again, this character died three movies ago. Mm-hmm. And, and somehow he is talking more than ever. <laughs> He's had
0: so much to say about the world he finds himself in, even though he left the world between three years and three weeks ago. I don't know. There's a collapsed timeline here because three and four apparently take place along the same, uh, same time frame. Yeah. And then does five take place like right after?
2: I think they're all pretty much one right after the other. Yeah. Holy shit. This, how did this guy sleep? So does this all take place in like a week? <laughs> this is a lot of planning. Busy week for the police department. Yeah. Uh yeah, I the screenwriters realized that they cast like, Costas Mandalore as his replacement and so they're like we got to we got to bring back Tobin Bell. We got to figure
1: out a <laughs> we way. Gotta, we got to have somebody who can manage dialogue. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like someone who can, you know, maybe button up his shirt all the way. Like, let's try that. Uh, meanwhile, back at the Umbrella Corporation, uh, Easton uh, is working late while it's very rainy. He notices a shadowy figure uh, roaming the hallways with their gun drawn, decides to pull out his own weapon from his desk because you, know, you need that as an insurance executive and then manages to kill an insurance uh, uh, security guard for the building Ooh, also why was that security guard walking around with his gun drawn why
2: because of the
0: intruder he was following him <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah he tried to oh, he, okay. he did actually warn him that you yeah. know there's a saw oh, right my. behind you
0: <laughs> oh, you know what you got? All right. You know what? When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. This movie is airtight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that gets another star for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Be sure to add it. You were warning people that you were watching this and uh, on Twitter last night, Gina, and you gave it a rating of around a star and a half. And but. You had rated a movie that we're going to cover next week, "Strip to Kill," a star, and I have to assume the the difference is you weighed Costas Mandalore a half a star better than Greg Evigan.
1: No, it's actually the reverse. I I oh. rated I rated Saw a six a star and "Strip to Kill" a star and a half, but that half is oh, <laughs> that half a star is only because I found the other strippers rather likable as characters. Oh, that's true. <laughs>
0: I, I could I could live in in, in their uh, you know backstage all the time. they're they're a delight even though that that snake should pee somewhere specific instead of people's clothes.
1: <laughs> it's a snake um, what are you gonna tell them?
0: <laughs> that's a preview of next week. We're watching strip to kill everybody. okay. so Easton goes sleepy time night night um, <laughs> and wakes up. Because like jigsaw has the largest supply of sleeping drugs of any man, woman, or company on earth. and he's got a uh, uh, oxygen mask on his face and explosives attached to the end of all four of his limbs.
1: I I like, so I has- like that I like that, that that jigsaw even thought to make you know a little instructional video on what's going to happen <laughs> if those explosive charges go off. <laughs> like you know I, I think I could probably guess that myself, Jigsaw, thank you.
0: Yeah, his R&D warehouse that we saw last time. Like, why? how he ever got away with all of these crimes, considering all the welding he was doing, all the explosive testing. Ah, gotta hand it to him. Like, only cancer could really take him off the map, I guess. <laughs> but this brings us to game number two. And unfortunately, it's my beautiful Jake. My perfect, wonderful Jake. <laughs> Uh, he's too pure pure, pure fuck. He's too <laughs> pure and beautiful for your game, John. But uh, for every breath they take and every move they make, Jigsaw will be watching you and crushing your rib cage. So the goal here is to hold your breath longer than the other person. Of course, Jake is at a disadvantage for this because he is a lifelong smoker. You know, it's been too long since I watched a 52-year-old man pee his pants in pain. So thank goodness Saw 6 was here to as a, Old middle-aged man peeing his pants delivery system for us all.
1: Well, you know, they're trying to go for realism. <laughs> why start with P? With, with oh, these, why
0: does it have to be P? With, it's with just these, a thing the, that I'm into.
1: With, with these <laughs> s- satanic Rube Goldberg traps? <laughs>
0: Listen, after I die, I have a lot of videotapes, but I also want you to erase my search history, okay? I don't want anyone involved. No. Uh, Google Chrome erased, (laughs) Safari erased.
2: The only thing that could take me down is cancer or kink shaming.
0: (laughs) Do you want to play a game? A wet game? (laughs) Um, Oh.
1: Why? (laughs) You've gone too far.
0: It's a little thing I like to call water sports. Now here's where we start. (laughs) So anyways, Eaton, you know, manages to hold his breath longer than Jake. He gets a little rib crushy, crushy. And he also discovers that he has a large incision on his left side. And I'd kind of hoped that maybe Hoffman had performed full bore surgery on him. That would, and like removed a, a, a vital organ and given it to somebody who was in need, but no, like, Hoffman's too busy. He's dragging fourteen hundred unconscious bodies to this underground zoo, and so just,
1: just handle handily murdering three cops. I mean, you know,
0: I I haven't really shared this on the podcast. I, I've uh, I've had to lose weight, so I've lost uh, over the course of this year about fifty pounds, and that's a nice thing. I needed to do it. Um, it wasn't just an aesthetic thing, but I think I would have really done that a lot faster. If say I had to haul around 14 unconscious people into an underground zoo, you know what I mean?
1: Well, why didn't you?
0: I don't know because Los Angeles doesn't have underground zoos. I I don't even have a basement. Like we don't need to go underground here. It's kind of a surface-level city. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, you live in a major city. You could just haul people around a wheelbarrow. No one's going to look at you. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> uh,
0: you know what? You're When you're right, you're right, Gina. And you're right. Um, I guess nobody notices in Saw City, USA, Canada either. But now we cut to a different part of this underground maze where a wife and son, unnamed, but we assume at this point to be Eaton's wife and son. Because just the connectivity of, of montage, right? That mm-hmm. uh, they are in a, a separate room with a sprinkler system that is filled with acid and a switch that says die and live. And I'm sure that will never come into play for the rest of the movie. I'm sure it's just a one-off thing that will forget and will never be brought back up again. Nope. Not at all. Uh, cut to, a reporter by the name of Jenkins. No one here has first names. They're all last name people in Saw City. Uh, Jenkins uh, (laughs) walks down what appears to be the ugliest hallway outside of a murder dungeon. (laughs) And wouldn't you know it, it's outside of Jill Tuck's apartment. And she tries to get a, a rise out of Dr. Jill. It doesn't quite work. She slips a piece of paper underneath the door and we don't know what it says and I'm sure that will never come back then we go back to the murder dungeon and Eaton has a tattoo uh, on the inside of his wrist after he he, uh, unlocks the explosive and it induces flashbacks (laughs) now that that, uh, clinic opening party seems fun as fuck I don't know about you guys like have you ever been to a party as cool as that Talking at it, rapping at a table about what you do, sort of situation that John and Eaton find themselves in. Not at all. I mean, this hasn't the, the past couple of years haven't exactly been filled with party situations. No. Let's put it that way. No. Game number three when we return is contains another fifty two year old. It's the night of fifty two year olds. Everyone, woohoo! The middle aged lady is Eaton's secretary, uh, who might have a name. I didn't write it down and then there's a, a clerk uh, who works in his office they're both uh, uh have barbed wire wrapped around their neck as a noose and Eaton is holding two levers and if he drops one th- the lever connected to that person will die but i do have <laughs> we meet billy the puppet <laughs> who <laughs> is flown down <laughs> who's the stage manager of this <laughs> Are you telling me this is all running on mechanized gears? Like, was was John an Imagineer? <laughs> I, was that, I don't know that architects automatically have that level of stagecraft in their repertoire to be able to do all of this. John, we don't think the Haunted
2: Mansion should be covered in rusty nails. It's just not <laughs> what we picture
0: for Disney. Well, there's 99 ghouls <laughs> and there's always room for one more. I just figured that maybe we could pick some up with tetanus. Like that's a <laughs> real thing that happens to people.
1: So wait, if this is all Hoffman doing this, yeah. is, so does that mean that he's like, you know, talking to them or at least has recorded himself? Is he just speaking through like, does he have like some kind of like scream voice changer thing that makes <laughs> him sound like they, they, they him sound like John Kramer?
0: Yeah. We do learn later that he does have voice changing software that one of the FBI techs calls pretty good. Um, and that is changing his voice (laughs) um
1: so so he already has he already has a a a gruff to the point of indecipherable voice on his own Mm -hmm. but then speaks and changes voice to another gruff man's voice
0: (laughs) yes yes because and this assumes that everyone in saw city has heard jigsaw's voice at some point Don't you think like it implies like he has to keep up appearances. So he still has the same because no one else would fucking care if they were keeping his recordings on lockdown. No one would know the difference between Hoffman and John. And when they're in the Billy, the puppet or jigsaw persona,
1: yeah, I mean, like, imagine, like, you're you're know, strapped to a table and there's, like, you know, a circular saw, like, you know, you, you aim right at your crotch. And mm-hmm. somebody says, like, hello, Patrick, and, like, a normal voice, like, hey. <laughs> hey, would you like to play a game? <laughs>
0: like, there's all sorts of creepy ways to inform people that they're going to play a game of life and death, I suppose. But, but dude, they've but, chosen but be like to go that- into this that's like, modified stage whisper, you know, vocal fry thing. That, that's
1: not the voice I was expecting.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you, everybody, you have to make a choice between this woman with a family and a guy <laughs> who sits alone in a park. Look, I took pictures of him. Like, <laughs> that's creepy on top of it. I, I, again, I don't know what this lonely law clerk who doesn't have a family or a girlfriend or boyfriend for that matter why that means he deserves to die or why either of them are put in this fucking position like she's a secretary, man.
1: Well, I, def- I, def- I definitely love the idea of, you know, especially pushing 50 myself that, you know, you have to choose between this lonely person that this old useless sack of humanity that will, <laughs> that will bring nothing to the table anymore except medical bills and be a burden on everyone around them.
0: Listen, her best part of her life is gone. In my opinion, she's no longer fuckable. Now, I know that in some places that that would be considered unwoke, but I want to let you know that there's a reason, okay? You'll know about it when you survive life or death situations, okay? On the other side, such misogynistic terminology doesn't mean as much to you. <laughs> Eaton uh, chooses a secretary with a family, and we as an audience, I guess, are supposed to say, see he has a soul when i'd rather condemn every choice he and everyone else in this entire movie makes but okay i mean just once i want to see one of these people when they're given a game by jigsaw like nah fuck this and slits their own throat right that's a, I, there's the a there's
1: a i saw a meme on 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 twitter that was like yeah i'm not gonna play these games just <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Just yeah, I mean, just just you know, just let this thing crush my head. I'm not gonna feel it.
0: Right. <laughs> I'm probably gonna go pretty fast. I mean, only one person gets a, a truly prolonged death in this. So Well, the know, whole thing is, is, is it's
1: like it's like, oh well, you'll you'll really learn to appreciate life. It's like, yeah, and then I have to spend the rest of that life I appreciate, you know, feeling terrible because I killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: I sawed through an alive person to get a key to take a reverse bear trap off of my head. But like,
1: yeah, I mean, everybody, that, everybody, I think that, like the point they keep trying to make in these movies, I feel, and, and you know, again, if I, uh, this is based on having seen three of them out of you mm-hmm. know, 17 or so, is that you know, everybody will just suddenly become a raving maniac when, when faced with the idea of their own impending death. Like you've got mm-hmm. this one scene where, Uh, I guess she's supposed to be like the company lawyer and, and the, the the movie kind of cutely implies the beginning of the movie that maybe she and Eastman are fucking. And, and because there's, it also kind of misleads you as to the person who the person he's talking to and canceling birthday plans with is for some reason. I I, I don't know why they, they mislead you about that, but like the minute, like she, she's in the underground zoo too. And the minute she is gets near, if she's coming at him with a circular, it's like, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, maybe if you're faced with the, the possible death of your child, would mm-hmm. you go suddenly go just that insane and run at somebody with a circular song? To like you know, split them open from stem to stern to get a key that might be in their body somewhere.
0: Yeah, just like give the guy 15 seconds. He's like,
1: I'll cut myself open and get to it.
0: She's like, no, I don't have time to waste. I'm gonna kick you in the balls. And they're like punching
1: each other. And it's like, God damn. (laughs) Just you know, really say a lot about humanity with these movies.
0: (laughs) As far as like saw fights go. This is no Texas Chainsaw 2. Let's just put it that way. No. Or, like, or
1: or uh, Mandy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Those are great movies. Why aren't we watching those movies? We've already watched them. Shit. We've already talked about them. Maybe we could talk about them again next year. Maybe what we should do is make Saw's Giving about any movie with a chainsaw in it. And we can just do other Saw movies. Yeah?
1: I, I'm down with that.
0: Oh. <laughs> maybe... I, maybe I found an out. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm alive and tingly with the possibilities <laughs> of not watching another Saw movie again. Wait, guys. What about me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, John, I'm sorry. I, I, This isn't personal, John. You're supposed uh,
1: to be dead. Rest <laughs> in peace, my God.
0: But I'm on all these videotapes. <laughs> <laughs> but, John, here's the deal. Like, uh, our podcast started years after you had already passed away from, from cancer. And, and I think maybe a gunshot to the head on top of it. Like, how are you aware of our show? <laughs>
1: <laughs> shit Shit. Um, He's, for once, Jigsaw's at a loss for words. <laughs> Nothing to say for the first time didn't in his see life. that one coming? Uh,
2: <laughs> do you want to play a
1: game?
0: <laughs> oh, that seems like uh, some of your greatest hits, there, John. They're, I don't know.
2: When in doubt, he programmed just... the
0: puppet for this shit. <laughs> Oh, my God. <sighs> Speaking of programming, so Hoffman gets a call on his flip phone, which uh, that's the uh, one of my favorite things about this franchise. We just see flip phone after flip phone after flip phone. It's fantastic. Hoffman is called downtown. And so he's like, okay, well, I need to have a flashback. Before I get there, so I'll like see you in fifteen. Meanwhile, like all these other games are fucking happening, like at the same time that Steam game with the lawyer is happening, where she has to go through a rat cage, and that just ha- happens automatically. Like that's a lot of faith in in this machinery.
1: Yeah, like, I, I mean, I I like to think he's got like a little like you know you 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 mini cam feed where he's watching them like every time we just reach into his pocket and looking like. All right. That's still going. Good. (laughs) You like someone checking in on the big game or something?
0: What is your Wi-Fi? I'm just, I'm watching a game right now and I can't be away from it for too long. Like I used to run Terminator 2 3D. Shit on that used to break every day. Every day. (laughs) There was some element that fucking broke down. You're telling me that these shoddy little torture games are just going to run without any problem. And you don't, Have to be in that control room to make it work? Uh, Okay, fine. Excuse me. I'm crying. Okay, (laughs) so uh, game four that I mentioned earlier, it it takes place in the Freddy Krueger International Steam Factory maze. The best part about it is when Debbie uh, kicks East Eaton in the balls. Um, uh, But she loses, and uh, she gets spikes through her head. Uh, Game five is the carousel of death with the... Dog tank, and the scene just um, goes
1: on forever. With, with oh my god, with everybody just screaming and cursing at each other. It's like, no, kill him, no, kill her.
2: <laughs> it is pretty funny when that last guy figures out that he's gonna die, though, and he just uses the opportunity to <laughs> chew out Easton, just like, oh, you <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs>
0: Uh, I didn't dig the misogyny, but yes, everything else about it, I was kind of into. I mean, personally, I kind of wrote off this movie once it kills off Canadian acting treasure Melanie Scrofiano. Uh, uh, she is great on Letterkenny. She's great on. Uh, she's on a sci-fi show where she uh, shoots vampires with old-fashioned guns. Um, she's fucking great. Anything that Melanie Scrofano in is is good. With the exception of Saw Six, <laughs> <laughs> this movie sucks. <laughs> Melanie, come on the show. <laughs> we love you. You're great. Don't do any Saw movies. That this is everyone's got to eat. I, you know, I forgive you. I forgive everyone else. But just uh, there's there's so many great Canadians that could have been killed. Not her. She she deserves to live.
2: Eddie Winslow is on the merry-go-round.
1: Yes, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes.
2: That's why Jigsaw says, oopsie, did I do that?
0: Uh. <laughs> he has a nice haircut, though. It, it's a really good haircut. It's
2: a requirement for being part of the dog tank.
0: <laughs> so, yes, it was after this that the real bomb of the entire movie drops, and that we're in the underground layer of a zoo. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Oh my god. Like did he scout the entire city? Like why is so much of this town underground layers?
1: This town never has sunlight.
0: Uh, you de- definitely don't see it. I mean I think they're doing a lot of, you know, they they don't like to film on locations, let's put it that way. Every time they cut away to Hoffman and Company, the entire movie grinds to a, a absolute halt. <laughs> I I just don't care if he's caught I don't care if he gets away with it. And this is the scene that has the largest amount of coffee cup acting I've ever seen in my entire life. He just walks into the room, approaches the coffee machine, doesn't get it, gets coffee, sips it, puts damp, and And it keeps cutting back to him like, oh, what's happening next with the coffee? And we never find out. But the software lady from the FBI who thinks that the, the voice disguising software is, Quote, unquote, pretty good. Uh, (laughs) They she figures out a way to take all of that off. And it's, of course, Hoffman is Jigsaw 2.0 or 3.0. I don't really know what version of Jigsaw he is because we've only watched three of these things. But he responds to this information the way you thought he would by killing everyone in the room without any gloves on, just fucking touching everything. This this guy should be caught in like five minutes. But he, well, no. I, he, also, I,
1: he also he also he but yet he also has like a dead man's hand, just yeah. just you know in storage that he carefully uses to put that fingerprint on everything.
0: He has Luke from Gilmore Girls' frozen hand, and he touches everything that he's already touched. By the way,
1: I just like it. I like when, I like when he walks out and then casually strolls back in with with <laughs> with a a a you know, a thing of gasoline that he's acquired somewhere. Because police stations just have random jugs you know, of gasoline sitting around. I guess they're in the evidence room or something.
0: Yeah, well, he's driving around with it. I mean, I, between this and Strip to Kill, which people have not listened to, but we've already <laughs> recorded, that magical cans of gasoline are getting a lot of play on Kill by Kill, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's the year of the magical can of gas. Um, Hoffman
2: uses the coffee, though. He throws it in Perez's face. It's
0: is tr- That is very true. It does lead somewhere. I'm telling you're, you, this
2: movie is...
0: <laughs> airtight. ...wound like a clock. It seems like it's Jigsaw 3 Patrick Zero, huh? Think you're a big man, Hamilton, huh? Okay, well, it seems like a lot of coffee's been thrown back in your face, asshole. Kiss Billy the puppet's ass. So... In a flashback, in the middle of this murder spree, we go back to the wall of squish and Hoffman sees that the only thing left unsquished uh, of Luke from Gilmore Girls is his hand that's clutching the metal cage. And he, he then uses pliers to open up the fingers. How long has this been? That's not how Rictus works. That's not how anything works. Just pull the fucking hand off. <laughs> You're like, no, I got to bend these fingers back. No, lift it up and pull it through. Jigsaw taught him
2: that there's not anything worth doing if you can't overly. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, that dead hand's been doing a lot of work. So, yeah, he uses it to cover his own tracks. But we cut to Jill Tuck arriving at Jigsaw HQ. With a, like a Birken bag under her arm. Like, did she arrive with wine and cheese? Like, she's brought groceries. And then, meanwhile, Eaton's like running through this maze underground. And we he passes yet another clock. And this is a question I have for both of you. How many lows did Hoffman have to go to to find that many countdown clocks? <laughs> and why didn't that set off alarms?
1: <laughs> All of them. <laughs>
0: hey jimmy how many clocks do we have uh maybe 20 well this detective wants all of them we should tell the manager we should tell the manager so like right somebody, now it's like when
1: somebody like goes into a uh you know, home goods store and buys like a shovel and a bag of lime <laughs> it's like that should just raise alarms that's the one thing i really loved about uh um uh, one of my favorite moments in halloween is uh when Laurie and Annie run into Sheriff Brackett and he's like, oh, yeah, someone broke into the hardware store. They just took some masks and a knife. <laughs> oh, is that all? I, thought, <laughs> I won't worry then.
0: <laughs> what What would someone do with a mask to hide their identity and a knife? I mean, I'm, I don't really understand where that goes.
1: Yeah, how about, oh, some, how about up, some rope? They up. take some rope, too?
0: <laughs> Listen, guys, uh, evil dies tonight. <laughs> If we gather everyone in town in one hospital and then make them climb the stairs slowly, I think the effect will be great. Oh, my God. It's the world's most analog jigsaw trap. (laughs) All we need is a guy who's obviously in mental distress and herd him into one hallway and then have him leap off but not hit a news van on the way down. (laughs) That screams thing. Okay. (laughs) So uh, just a flurry of backstory is happening. Um, This at this point, I understand how people who don't care for Marvel movies feel when people are just talking about it constantly online. Like, I don't know who that is. I don't know who she is. I don't know what that symbol means. I don't care. I, it just, it's, a whole universe of things I'm unfamiliar with and it's all happening all at once, (laughs) but I'm sure in the movie theater with like surrounded by people and popcorn in your face, like this probably was at least fun.
2: Uh, I remember seeing it alone (laughs) in a movie theater. I think I was the (laughs) only one in the theater. Oh
0: my God this was kind of, but this was also like saw was running out its yeah. time as the mainstay. and yeah. uh the ghost the paranormal uh, activity was kind of taking its place every Halloween yeah
2: I think paranormal activity came out this same year because this is 2009 okay. right and yeah like yeah. went on to gross like hundreds of millions of dollars and this one definitely was like the lowest performing I think to this point
0: because after this they're like oh Here's the final Yeah, we
2: better wrap it up.
0: (laughs) Like we've like we've run out of bear traps. It's (laughs) it's time to come up with something else.
2: I mean, we took on the insurance industry. Who's left, guys? (laughs) We're out of ideas. (laughs)
0: There are no other industries that people dislike We at the bottom of the barrel. We, we got, we got to find a way out of this. So Dr. Tuck uh, who knows her way around medicine. So at least I understand why she drugs Hoffman. She drugs him, straps him to a chair and uh, puts a, a reverse bear trap uh, in there and then uh, is like, okay, I'm going to wake you up with... I've juiced this electricity. Um, meanwhile, Eaton is running down a hallway pigeon-toed, which at least made me laugh. <laughs> and then with one second on the clock, Eaton f- goes into the final game, and bump, bump, the mom and son are not Eaton's family. Uh, actually, the reporter is Eaton's family, uh, his sister. Uh, and it turns out that the mom and son... Are actually part of the family of the guy who was kicked off his insurance because he had a cyst in his jaw.
1: And somehow they recognize him, which is, I, I don't yeah. know how they would have known who he was.
0: Uh, well, I, I, mean, I guess they're implying that this moment was seared in their memories because.
1: Yeah, but they weren't there.
2: No, it but shows no, them no, in the waiting a, room.
1: Oh, were they? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Now see, see, you know, that's door the door. they there. That's <laughs> Jigsaw. Three. Gina. Gina Zero.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's the observer now, Gina?
1: You know, yeah, I'm sorry. You do have one decent person in the whole movie. You have the wife who's like, oh, I can't kill him. And this one's like, oh, I can. <laughs> it's like, and I don't, the thing is, this is, and and this is a problem that I have with, with some of these movies. It's like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that.
0: Yeah. Am I supposed to cheer? Am I supposed to be sad? I'm not sure what it is, but Eaton gets melted in half by this giant contraption that slams on his back and, he gets, and his lower half gets filled with acid, and then it falls on the ground, and there are guts everywhere. That,
1: admittedly, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> but I, this movie is weirdly devoid of that level of gore, and I kind of wish it had more of it. It's kind of neutered in a weird way, and I watched the quote-unquote unrated version.
1: Yeah, I don't know what version I watched. It was on Star, so probably this is the rated R version.
0: So, yeah, Eaton is melted in half, Uh, and then uh, Dr. Tuck has put Hoffman in the reverse bear trap, uh, but he manages to dislocate his thumb by bashing it with the trap, unbelts both of his hands, forces the jaws of the trap between two metal bars that are attached to a door, and managed to escape with only half of his cheek being torn off. He's just
1: like, and the movie ends where he's like. <laughs> like a full like Frankenstein's monster. And then it's just over.
2: It was, yeah, this, it this. was seven takes to get that though. Cause for the first six, he just went. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, had to, like, another, where, they, they had to give another shot of electricity <laughs> it, to get him going. Just take a cattle, cattle prod. prod exactly. <laughs>
0: Wah. <laughs> and then a bunch of doors slam shut which apparently is a saw thing because it's like we got to end on the slamming doors and then that's like out. that's like
1: their version of the end
0: yeah <laughs> so yeah hoffman's alive fuck why is Hoffman? <laughs> why why
1: why can't he be dead nobody uh, actually uh, nobody actually dies in these movies they 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 yeah. live they live on <laughs> right. in flashbacks and videotapes
0: yes um <laughs> i did either of you stick around for the post credit scene
1: i did not know there was one
0: this it's oh nine so we're we're after iron man so i think this is i don't know that any of the other ones have one but that saw six has a post-credits I,
1: I am disappointed wikipedia did not tell me that there was a post credit scene <laughs>
0: Get on it, Wikipedia. But well, I was carefully following this
1: very, the very convoluted lore of the Saw series on Wikipedia.
0: Listen, Michael, Wikipedia, <laughs> do you want to play a game? It's called I'm going to edit you out of existence. <laughs> in the post credit scene, uh, Shawnee Smith's Amanda is in the throes of panic because Hoffman is, is saying, like, I know that you you were a part of the incident in which Jigsaw's Baby was killed. But at this point, it doesn't matter because she's gone through the game component of this, not once, but twice. So, like, I think if she said that to Johnny, be like, okay, like, that's the point of this. So, like, you can still wheel me around. I'm cool with that. But she panics. And then she goes to this door and looks through it and there's a little girl. And then she's like, whoever rescues you, don't trust that person. And then it flash forwards to her being carried out by someone's who, whose face we do not see, and then door slam.
1: Okay.
0: So now you know that. Happy Saws giving everybody. <laughs> Is there anything that we missed along the way? I feel like it's probably nothing and everything.
1: I I think that we covered the the, the salient points.
0: <laughs> Mister Bromley, what say you?
2: Uh, just, we missed the part where uh, to get more jigsaw videotapes, you have to tape a penny to a piece of paper and mail it in and you get seven videos, seven jigsaw videotapes. The,
1: the, the jigsaw house club. The jigsaw house club. <laughs> It's a it's practically a steal. They just keep sending these to me. I don't see how they could be making any money off of this. You forgot
2: to decline this month's Jigsaw <laughs> Tape. So here it is. Do you want
0: to play a game? <laughs> this uh, also has the the rest of the CD contains a Mariah Carey album, so you owe me $12. <laughs> This is one of the better ones. I think you'll (laughs) like it. She's really leaned into both R&B and hip hop. Between the two, she's found a sweet spot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Our new favorite character, Huckster Jigsaw. (laughs) Uh, So I thought you you were going with the penny and everything was that you, you were dubbing videotapes and that that was... Uh, was allowing you to hook two VCRs together oh, to right. record. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, you went a different, more unexpected, <laughs> more interesting direction. So Good. I applaud you, sir. Thank you. All right. So you know what that means, folks. Uh, it's time to put up the mashed potatoes in foil uh, and put that turkey in the freezer and get together as a family and play a little game. Why not choose your own death venture? And that's where we decide. Uh, Of the plenty of deaths portrayed in this motion picture, if you were to choose one way to die, which one would it be and why? Uh, Up for bid uh, this episode, we have hack away at your midsection before two screws power through your skull. Or you could get crushed by walls. Or a rib cage could be crushed just because, you know, you're a great guy and you're named Jake and you have a fun (laughs) uniform and you didn't deserve any of this. Not even, and I'm not even going to bring up that he was forced to pee his own pants. (laughs) Um, You can also be hung by barbed wire and slam into a window. Uh, You can get steam cleaned and then auto spiked in the brain. Or you could be shot in the chest by a shotgun blast uh, four times, one of four. Take which one you want, whatever one. Uh, You could get your throat slashed, uh, coffee poured in your face and later set on fire. Uh, three gunshots to the back just because you're a great uh, audio technician. She didn't deserve that shit. Or how about stabbed in the gut multiple times and questioned while it's happening. Or you can just get melted in half by acid. Uh, so, Patrick, uh, you're our guest at this table. So I choose you to go first.
2: Uh, I'm going to take shot by a shotgun because at least I get to go for a little ride first.
0: Sure. Now, are you like me and rotating rides? I found as I age, like my kid is coming to the point where he loves them. And I'm like, I wish for death as it goes around. Like, I just can't do it. Your wish is granted. (laughs) 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 Wishmaster, this isn't an episode for you. Did somebody say wish? (laughs) Damn it. Oh, he got me, Gina. He got me. <laughs> now I got a wishmaster on my ass, Gina. What say you?
1: Well, I originally I was gonna say that I would take the uh, you know, the, the the spikes to the head because I, I do mm. occasionally get migraines, so you know I I could take that I could take that pain, sure. And And it probably happens pretty quick, but I also don't want to have to you, you 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 cut off several pounds of unsightly belly fat before I. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Before yeah. I go. So I too,
0: I'm just going to take, I'm going to take shotgun to the chest. Sure. No, I, I get it. You know, out of all of these, honestly, a <laughs> uh, shotgun to, to the chest is really a, a pretty quick way to go. I do not want to be crushed uh, either completely or just my rib cage. I don't want to be hung. I don't want to get steam cleaned. Like no. I mean, even the throat slashing you'd think we would would be quick but it would be quick but he's still around after that like he's around to get splashed with gasoline so no i'm getting shot Mm-mm. taking one taking one whirl around with canadian acting legend melanie Scrofano.
2: <laughs> plus if you get your throat slashed the last thing you have to see is Costas Mandalore. yeah feeling. really <laughs> who
1: was look <laughs> <laughs> who was who, wants, who wants that the last thing you see i mean honestly
0: I told you not to mess with me. Like, oh my god! Just, just—he has such fucking Eeyore energy. It's just,
1: just, I can't. just a ham in a suit,
0: <laughs> and, not, and not the kind
1: of ham this movie needs.
0: No, I wish it was hammier. I wish he was unhinged. Instead, it's just like the most alive he is is when he's drinking coffee. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not for me. I, I do not care for it. Uh, Before we go, of course, uh, Patrick, uh, where can uh, people read and hear and listen to what you're doing right now?
2: Uh, At FThisMovie.com and uh, the This Movie podcast that comes out every Wednesday.
0: Yeah. Great stuff. Uh, Listen to it. You you had an episode this past week on Antitrust. The movie... (laughs) that Seemingly doesn't exist, does. and yet, yeah, I was like, exist. you know what? I did like that fucking movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, well, okay, I well, I like the ladies in that movie. If i'm being yeah, two
2: thousand one was a very
0: different time. It was a hot cast, sure, you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Like, there's some eye candy in that bad Ryan Philippi. Hey now, <laughs> and his tight curls. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh and plus Craven Craven. Yes. Uh also, which see, it has a sporadic schedule, but it's, typically once a month. Yeah,
2: it's basically once a month. We have a an episode coming out uh the week of Thanksgiving. Uh so it's out this week uh on The People Under the Stairs.
0: Oh, great movie. Yes, it Fantastic. is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you want to listen to on Thanksgiving, not this bullshit. (laughs) All right, Gina, where can people find you on these here internets?
1: I write about television and movies at the spool.net. I also appear in a monthly podcast called White Ladies in Crisis. Uh, This past month, we covered the uh, 86th thriller Black Widow and uh, upcoming episodes are going to be on Ghost and in the cut. So uh, look for that. And I am on Twitter under Gina does things, T E N A does things.
0: Do it today, people. Check out, uh, you know, our socials. Uh, please rate and review us uh, on Audible. We barely have any reviews on, on Podchaser. That's another place on Apple. You know, wherever you get podcasts, uh, you can review us and that helps us be seen and heard by more people. You want to wear us on your chest? I can tell you how. We have right now. Perhaps the pinnacle of T-shirt technology, and that is Jigsaw has a posse, um, and we also have a Choose Your Own Death Venture shirt that people seem to really like. It's great stuff Uh, in the, the style of Choose Your Own Adventure books. It looks fantastic. There's Mikey on there. I mean, who doesn't like to see Mikey in his baseball bat? cute little tyke he knows how to do a thanksgiving dinner he created one and put three fucking corpses at that table he's 10 years old (laughs) um and so that just about does it for us uh but don't worry folks next week uh kill by kill after dark i already spoiled it it's stripped to kill um (laughs) it's a wild fucking ride and of course we'll be back the week after that with more kill by kill uh, don't worry, folks. The body count will continue. Uh, for myself and for Gina and for Patrick, happy giving everyone.
1: Double-double.